Welcome back to the Sex Birds podcast. Woo! I'm Michelle. My pronouns are she, her. I'm Elle. My pronouns are also she, her. And I'm Maddie, and my pronouns are also she, her. All right. So today in this episode, we're going to be talking about feeling sexy, which is also <laughs> But also, we're going to talk a little bit about insecurities, those moments when we don't feel sexy, which is it happens to everyone. But we're also going to talk about how we're going to get, how we're going to bounce back from that, how we're going to feel sexy, even though we're feeling a little down. So I don't know about you guys, but I've had moments where I haven't felt sexy, and I felt uncomfortable in my own body. So I just want to know, have y'all felt that at any point? All the time, <laughs> to be completely honest. But yeah, you know, it's all, it's all um, learning every single day how to uh, relate to your body and how to, you know, walk around in this society, in this world mm-hmm. um, with all the pressures that come with it. Yeah, exactly. I can remember from as long as being like eight years old, having insecurities about my body, which is way too young to be feeling those things. So it's yeah. definitely a, a lifelong struggle for a lot of people and it takes um, a lot to kind of learn how to overcome that kind of um, acknowledge those feelings, but also learn how to like fight back against them. Yeah, definitely. I think that honestly, at least where I like come from or whatever, my family, the way that they raised me and everything, there was always a huge emphasis on the way that you looked and your body and being a particular body type or looking a certain way. Um, and then, you know, we also were kind of the first generation to grow up with social media and how that affected all of us. Um, I don't know about you all, but I used to watch all of those super, super terrible YouTube videos like, oh, how I lose weight or how I look like this or blah, blah, blah. Get ready with me. What I eat in the days, like all those super oh, toxic. Shame. Yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> There was definitely a phase in my life when I was like, especially like 14, I think that was around the age mm-hmm. I was, where I would just like search on YouTube all the kind of diet stuff, all like the exercises. And like, you know, at the same time, there's nothing wrong with like taking care of your body, doing what you need to do. But at the same time, like it was always so focused on like my weight or how I would mm-hmm. look. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely a common experience, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and I don't know about um, your guys' experience, but my family definitely had a big influence on how I grew up and how I kind of looked at my self-image because I can remember for a long time hearing my sister go through her own issues when she was in high school and always hearing my mom criticize how she looked and my dad criticize how he looked and always saying that he needed to lose weight in order to look better, in order to be happy. And I really think those thought processes that I was surrounded by really influenced how I saw myself and it's not their fault because they grew up kind of in the same environment we did so it's more of us all just trying to figure it out um, how to deal with those emotions in a healthier way I think yeah no I definitely agree I think the one thing that you said that really resonated with me at least is like when I was growing up and kind of discovering what it meant to be in my body and also at the same time discovering what my sexuality was and who I liked and who I didn't like and and whatnot um, and just becoming you know a sexy human being slowly um, 
I think that I always had this kind of notion that once I looked a certain way, I would be happy. Or once the scale read a certain number, I would be happy. And I think that that's something that a lot of our generation kind of went through, at least from like the people that I that I know it's a small sample size but um yeah a lot of people I know really struggled with that and struggled with this idea that like they had to be a certain way to be happy and in turn like to be sexy right yeah no definitely I think the thing you mentioned about like how you're trying to figure out like who you are in addition to all of these pressures from media from family and all that stuff and you like the media really pushes that there's only one way to be sexy or there's only Mm -hmm. one way to look good and be happy and like you have to wear certain clothes and your body type has to be a very specific body type and and it's crazy because you know being sexy or like feeling sexy is a very personal thing at least I think you know or at least in my opinion it it can be a very personal thing and it's very um and it, it depends on who the individual is and what they like and what they want to be like so yeah yeah no definitely I agree I also think like feeling sexy kind of has this like connotation of something sexual and I don't think that's necessarily true like I think I can feel like sexy for myself and feel like sexy in my opinion is kind of like synonymous with confident and I think growing up finding confidence is really difficult like you were saying when you're navigating who you are as a person and then also like how to fit into these really strict eurocentric and like super fucked up standards yeah exactly and I was just scrolling through TikTok just a couple hours ago and I saw this one video and it was like oh like how do you um always feel so confident how do you always feel like sexy in yourself and things like that And he was just going on and saying that for some people, it can be putting on a cute outfit or doing like something for your physical appearance and having people validate that, Um, which is valid in its own right if you need that to kind of feel confident in yourself. But he said that the main way that he truly found confidence was in himself and when he was completely alone. And I think um, that's a really valuable thing to hold on to and something that I've learned a lot more of this past year and finding like the sexy part of yourself and being most confident when it's not coming from outside validation, which is really important, I think. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to ask a very difficult question, but do you, do either of you feel like you're confident people? Because I know both of you are sexy, but do you feel confident? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm blushing. Um, for me personally, I really think it goes in waves. Um, like some weeks I can be like, wow, like I've never been this confident in my life. Like, I feel like I'm finally starting to like hone in on who I am as like a human, as like a sexy person and really owning that. And, but then another week will go by and it'll be completely different and not to get too like kind of personal, but there would be some like a week where I didn't even want to leave because I didn't want like people to like see me because I thought I like looked so bad. But then the next week I'll be like, oh, wow, like I'm super confident. So I think I'm getting better at it because I did struggle with this a lot when I was younger. But it's just kind of overcoming those waves because some weeks are a lot harder for me than others. And I don't know if you guys have had similar experiences or completely different, but I'd love to hear it. No, that's that's really valid, Madison. Just like it really does like come and go. Like for me, um, at least in my experience, um, 
it kind of depends on the situation sometimes because I can be like totally confident in a class that like I study for, I read all the material and like, again, kind of, this is kind of uh, separated from appearance, but like, you know, I don't really focus too much on myself and like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not self-conscious in a space where um, I know what I'm doing, <laughs> kind of. Um, but if I go to, I don't know, a party, just because I'm kind of introverted, if I go to a party, and obviously, you know, in that space, a lot of people are looking at you, and, or at least you're worried that a lot of people are looking at you, and it's just kind of a different space where I don't know what I'm doing, um, I'm way more self-conscious and more focused on if I look good, like, if my hair is weird, if my, like, any, everything about my body um, and my appearance and what I'm saying, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, and, and I definitely agree. It, one week I can be totally good. Another week I can be totally bad. Um, and yeah, but it also, I think for me in my experience, um, different spaces, I can feel differently about myself. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that, um, everything you both are saying about how confidence comes in waves and it's not something that's constant. I agree with 100%. I think it's kind of that like thing where, you know, a lot of times, like I just feel what, I mean, in a good time, let's say a good time period, I just feel pretty neutral. And I think that that's okay. Um, and yeah, I also definitely wanted to touch on what you just said, Michelle, about um, kind of like who you're surrounded by or what environment you're in and, and how that can um, really affect the way that you are feeling and your confidence. Um, yeah, I just think that's really true, especially like for me, yeah, going out to big gatherings, I don't feel super confident or even honestly, like if it's my, you know, close circle of friends and, and one other person that I don't know too well, I'm just like, ah, so I definitely, I feel that a lot. Yeah, I actually, um, with the big gatherings kind of thing, that's actually where I usually feel more confident because there's not as many, there's more places for everyone to look, I think, and so when there's a lot of people in an area, like at a party or something like that, pre-COVID, of course, um, I feel like I would have like a lot more confidence than usual. I would be able to dance and I didn't care. I'd like feel like I looked like the sexiest person ever. And I didn't even, there was no doubt in my mind. But then if I'm like, like you were saying with like a closer group of friends or like a smaller get together, that's where I feel like everyone is just like kind of picking me apart. When in reality, no one is, I, I am because I'm just kind of getting in my head about that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think like it's definitely easier to get in the mood when there's like cool music playing or you're like in an in an environment that's like really exciting. Um, do you guys have any tips or tricks for like how to replicate that feeling maybe? Oh my gosh, yes. I do this all the time. Um, I have like a party music playlist on my phone. And whenever I'm like having a bad day at school or like I'm not feeling great because of a test or something like that, I, you know, I throw on some Megan the Stallion, all the, all the works and just like dance around my room. And it just makes me feel so much better about myself. And just like getting in some more like joyful centered movement also makes me feel like good because it's not like so much pressure of like, 
oh, I have to get in like a certain amount of exercise. Like I'm just doing it for enjoyment. And I think it kind of recreates that carefree environment of just being able to dance and not care what anyone thinks about you. Um, and I found that, that to be extremely helpful whenever I'm trying to kind of combat those more negative images I have of myself. That's so awesome. I love that so much. I think I like subconsciously do that, but I don't actually dance and I'm like in my head kind of jamming out, but I definitely should get out there and dance. Um, that's so cute. Yeah, I love that a lot. I think before COVID hit and everything um, and I had to walk to class, um, a lot of times if I was feeling down on myself or like kind of anxious about whatever class I was going to, um, I would play, I would play just like blast, I would blast like pop music in my headphones while I was walking to class. And I don't know, like Madison, what you were saying about like just music and movement, like both of those things. It was also like, you know, exercising gives you endorphins, blah, 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 Elwoods. Um, and it just, it just makes, it just uplifts my spirits. And at the same time, like, I just focus on that feeling rather than kind of trying to worry about what I look like, which is easier said than done. But I definitely agree that music <laughs> um, changes or like helps you feel just much, much better. Um, and like, even like on the like the sexier side of things, um, like recently, I think it's been a big trend of like taking songs and like slowing it down or putting reverb on it. And there's this one like video on YouTube that I found and it was like, songs that will make you feel like a stripper um slowed plus reverb and I listened to it the other day and it it works I'm not gonna lie I was like just laying in bed like all cozied up in my blankets just you know feeling good and then I put it on and I was like why do I feel like I need to uh, I need to like get some right now but anyway yeah it's a good feeling yes <laughs> that's so awesome yeah, I think definitely like your the music, I think is a big thing um, on just like feeling confident. I think what we're kind of touching on and something that I really wanted to talk about um, was kind of like not focusing so much on what you look like and more so about how you're feeling. Because I think when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I'll feel confident if I do my makeup or I'll feel confident if I look this way, whatever, right? And at least for me, this is, um, I don't know um, if, if either of you have any experience with this, but um, and it's a little more serious, but I have like diagnosed um, two eating disorders and body dysmorphia. So trying to focus on my body, like even just like quote unquote body positivity is really difficult for me. And I think that I feel like the sexiest or the most confident when I'm kind of doing things that aren't directly related to my physical appearance. So that's like listening to good music or um, like you were saying, Michelle, in class, if I'm super, you know, on top of my game and I'm feeling like I understand, like that makes me feel confident and honestly, even sexy, like intelligence is sexy. Um, you know, I can definitely relate to that because I also struggled with an eating disorder for many, many years in high school. And I've noticed that when I do find confidence in how I look and my appearance and things like that, that I can feel so great and, and I can feel so sexy and so confident. But then 
a day will go by or two days will go by and suddenly I'll be looking in the mirror and be like, oh, like I don't like what I look like anymore. And my confidence will just kind of plummet. And so I think that's really good advice, especially to people that are struggling with things like this, to try and really build your confidence from areas that aren't so appearance centric. Because I think in the long run, everything fluctuates. How you look is going to fluctuate your weight, your hair, everything. But if you focus on things that you know are true about yourself more internally or like your goals or your intentions and things like that, your confidence can be a lot more consistent, I think. I feel like for me, just if anybody's listening and kind of can relate to this, um, some things that I've kind of changed recently, especially in quarantine, um, that are like very um, non-physical things that make me feel very confident and beautiful and sexy um, are just kind of like finding hob like tangible hobbies. <laughs> if this makes sense, like things that I can create. So like I've taken up sewing and sewing something that I find really beautiful in turn makes me feel beautiful, if that makes any sense. No, that definitely makes sense. Just because like, it's a tangible, like you said, it's a tangible, it's tangible evidence and proof that you can create something and like creating something is just both so fun I think just like in general like it's just a hobby but at the same time um it can be something that's really fulfilling like that's why we have so many like artistic people out there is because it's both fun but also something that can sustain you um and that makes sense not to get too deep but yeah and also like I think doing things with your hands um is for like just so satisfying for like a lot of people I don't know why exactly but just like doing, like making your hands move and like making something with your hands is just, yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that though. Yeah, I completely agree. Cause sometimes when I try to like fill my time with Netflix or social media or something like that, it can be very draining. Like just in terms of like how my thoughts are going, like it makes kind of like my head feel crowded or it can just be detrimental to like self-esteem. But doing things with my hands has definitely helped this is kind of weird, but like over the summer, over quarantine, I bought a suturing kit. At the time, I wanted to be a doctor. We're over that now, but the suturing is still fun. Um, but it's just like a pad and you can just like work on different like techniques of suturing. Really random, but it was also a really fun way to pass my time over quarantine and like keep me focused on something else. That's so, so cool. <laughs> I think like, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, I, and something that the like theme of this podcast almost as I'm like seeing it unfold right now is that like sexiness and confidence and all of this stuff really is not about the way that you look, at least in my opinion, but like it's a feeling, right? And I think that, yeah, what you were saying, like building skills or even me like making something um, all builds like this really intense self-love, I think in a sense. And I think that when you kind of love yourself, you feel, at least in my opinion, like as I'm growing to love myself, other aspects rather than just my appearance, um, I'm starting to feel a lot sexier and a lot more confident. And I think that um, for me, like even reading a book or surrounding myself with people that really like re resonates with my, who I want to be or my like perceived 
identity that I want you know what I mean like surrounding myself with people that really like fulfill that has made me feel really confident and really sexy um but yeah I just think that you don't need to like focus so much on the way that your body looks to have this kind of feeling and also maybe this is just my uh sexuality coming through but I'm not really attracted to like physical beings (laughs) like I'm much more attracted to like someone's personality and the way that they interact with the world I don't know oh oh my god I've been waiting for this to like pop up because you mentioned that maybe it's just your sexuality like being like that but that's crazy because like I identify as demisexual and it basically means that I don't feel sexual attraction to someone until I um create an emotional connection with them so Hell yeah, baby. I cannot I can literally not like I can like under I can see somebody and be like oh they're attractive I'm just not attracted to them in particular so but anyway yeah definitely I I definitely get that um just yeah <laughs> yeah no I I feel that I think it's like yeah it's so much about I I don't know I feel like there's so many times that I'm on like Instagram or fucking Pinterest or something like that where I see all these people that kind of emulate the quote-unquote standard that like we hold beauty to and I like can recognize that they're attractive and I'm like wow you're so beautiful but I don't know I feel like actually watching a video of somebody or like talking to somebody it's just it I don't know you get there they're like this is so ridiculous but you sense their vibe and that I think is really attractive to me and I don't know it makes me feel better about myself because it's like hey like if I can build character um maybe I'll attract people who you know are like me and and we can vibe together I don't know <laughs> no I get that I'm it's way more likely for me to become attracted to someone who like become attracted to someone's voice and what they say rather than just their looks. So yeah, (laughs) I agree. And also I think, I, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but there's like, like I said, like there's just like media pushes that, oh my God, what am I saying? Media pushes like a certain image of like, appearance and sexiness and I think a lot of that a lot of times it's like kind of gendered like first of all like I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure um, most media will only like recognize the binary even though the binary is like completely made up Um, but anyway like women have to look like a certain way they have to have an hourglass figure and then men have to have these like really defined muscles and it's like that's totally unrealistic a lot of the time and I don't know where I'm going with this exactly but the point is I feel like I don't know where I'm going with this <laughs> no I, I I totally agree with you I feel like so much of social media and like media in general like you were saying is super unrealistic and not only that it's like all of these okay let's just take like you know the way that media presents like what quote-unquote women should be like you know that hourglass figure whatever if you like 
look at, let's say, Bella Hadid's Instagram and you see her in this like super quote unquote sexy pose, like your girls tried to recreate that. That is uncomfortable. Like you can't, like I don't feel sexy when I'm like tensed and at an awkward angle and like twisting my torso. Like, I don't know. I think sure it's maybe recognized as something that's like sexy or um, attractive because it highlights these very weird proportions that we idolize. But I don't know about y'all, but I never feel sexy when I like am in those quote unquote positions on those photographs or something. Yeah, I completely agree. And then when you go on Instagram, I think it can be very harmful seeing all these people who do make it work, who make it look like they're having a great time, who make it look like they're being so confident in that position. And for me, it's just been really helpful to just, and obviously you can't avoid everything when you're on social media. It's kind of part of the terrain, but just unfollowing those people, or maybe if that's like not, you're not able to do that, just muting what they're posting, just to look out for your own mental health, because constantly exposing yourself to that can be super harmful because it's just we know we all know here that that's not the only way to be beautiful that's not the only way you can be sexy but when you're constantly being exposed to that every single day at least for me it makes me feel that way sometimes so I think that's when it becomes really important to unfollow those people or remove yourself from social media yes content curation I'm so passionate about this I feel like the way, the same way that the people you surround yourself are the kind of the best reflection of yourself, or so people say, I think the way that you interact with the internet and media can really um, influence your self-worth or how you even feel, um, you know, in the day. Like, I feel like we've all gone through those stages where we're binge watching Netflix and we look, you know, across the room now that we're our eyes are off our laptop and feel super like hazy or or whatever and I feel like um even on a different level like following or watching media that um reflects your values can change everything like it can just change so much um about how you feel about what you're seeing um and just really curating that for me has been a game changer. Since we're on the topic of pictures and videos, something very sexy, if you want to do, is taking nudes. So I think we should talk about taking nudes when you're not super confident or you don't feel super sexy or taking news when you do feel super sexy and you do feel super confident. Um, how, what's both of your relations to taking pictures of yourself, um, particularly sexy photos, doesn't have to be nude or naked, but you know, sexy pictures of yourself. Yeah, my relationship with this is relatively new because up until I got to college, I didn't really feel that way about myself ever. So then going to college and kind of being exposed to more things and then suddenly quarantine hits and people are blown to different places. So people might be in like long distance relationships or just being at home all day can make you feel kind of down on yourself. So even if I wasn't with someone, I still like want to feel sexy. So I've definitely started to experiment more with that. Um, I don't necessarily have like a solid way that I figured out how to do it yet that makes me feel best about myself. 
Um, because again, some days when you're in minimal clothing, I can feel great, but then other days I still want to feel sexy, but just, I can't in that way. So if anyone has any like tips from what they can do or how they've been able to like, kind of navigate this, I'd love to hear. Yeah, I agree. I feel like for me, okay, I totally resonate with the fact that, you know, this wasn't even on her, your horizon until recently. Um, same with me. Also, um, I don't think we're supposed to recommend taking naked pictures of people who aren't in college because that, you know, is child pornography. So uh, side side note, let's not do that if you're not 18. But, yes, of course. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you. I didn't ever um, feel you know, like that was something I could even do until very recently. And I think for me, my struggle um, with my body was directly translated to pictures. And I, you know, I feel so bad. My poor mother would be like, oh, let's get in a family photo. And I would be like, absolutely not. I can't go in the picture because I didn't want to be perceived and I didn't want to be seen. Um, and so kind of overcoming that aspect of um, my relationship with my body was really difficult but I do have some tips for if you want to like kind of slowly grow out of that that helped me um I personally because of you know my history of eating disorders and specifically body dysmorphia as well like it was really hard for me to take full length photos of myself whether or not I was clothed um just because it's like this weird body checking aspect and it just really would send me into a bad spiral. So what I started to do um, is I would, you know, obviously start clothed and just taking pictures of my face, which was a big step for me, like even smiling in a picture is a huge step um, for my personal journey. But I think that, you know, if you're talking about sexy pictures, pictures of your lips can be super hot. And that has like very little to do with, you know, the rest of your body. If you literally just take a picture of your, your finger to your lips or your tongue, on your lips or you know biting your lips something like that um I found was a good introduction I guess um and then you know if you want to um slowly start taking pictures of you know different parts of your body in clothing I think was helpful for me also I don't want to knock anybody that's like no you know what standing in front of the mirror completely naked changed my life if you can do that all the more power to you like go for it. For me personally, that just wasn't attainable. So I had to start really slowly. But um, yeah, I think like that even videos of like doing things that aren't inherently revealing can be really um, nice as a gateway, I guess. I'm going to have to remember those tips because I'm a single Pringle. I've never been in a relationship. So I've never had anyone to send nudes to or send sexy pictures to. So again, like, and I think I kind of just started doing or trying to do it this quarantine because I don't know, I wanted to feel good about myself. And I was like, oh, a lot of people say, you know, you should take pictures of yourself, look at them. And so you feel confident in yourself. Um, that doesn't always work. So again, those, I have to remember those little tips. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think when I've tried to, take sexy pictures um I always had to like get in the mood for them um if that makes sense like I would but like I would do that with like by not doing like 
sex related things if that makes sense like I'll just like do things that will make me feel good and then or make me and my body feel good and then that way I feel more comfortable um you know taking pictures of myself like um, I'll change into like really nice clothes or not even nice clothes but just like really comfy clothes that like I like how they look on me or even like I just like the color on me um, it will just be like an oversized like sweater and I'm like yes this is perfect just pair it with like a pair of nice underwear or something like that um, I don't have any laundry I'm gonna be completely honest but yeah I think it's like I've just been trying to like do something that makes me feel comfortable before I take a picture um but yeah okay yes I love the comfort aspect that you brought up because a lot of times when like going back to what you said about like Bella Hadid's Instagram and how it just looks uncomfortable and unnatural being comfortable has been something that's very empowering for me and helping me become more confident and sexy because when I when I try to kind of take it down more and like kind of take more like traditional photos it just makes me feel kind of uncomfortable because I'm not kind of at that level yet with myself so when I'm in like a nice like comfy shirt that's like soft and it feels nice that's when I can really like let myself just be just kind of be and be comfortable and get kind of more in the mood and move around and stuff like that because I think letting your body move freely without kind of those it's a restriction and it's kind of pressure when you are wearing that lingerie, at least for me, to feel sexy. So when you don't, it's like, well, like I've tried. So definitely like the comfort aspect has been really helpful for me in getting more comfortable with that. Yeah, definitely. I also think that like, I don't know, for, okay, let's say you want to, let's say you're like, okay, I'm going to full send it. I'm going to send nude. Or, you know what, I first, like, when I first started taking those pictures myself, I did not have someone to send them to, and I, I didn't send them to anybody, um, and I literally just deleted them. Like, I would go on Snapchat, take the picture, and delete it, but um, basically, like, I really love, like, let's say, again, you want to be a little bit more out there, um, but still comfortable. I love taking a nice, hot shower and getting that room super, super steamy, um, and you can take a picture in the shower with all the steam and it's super blurry so for me that was like check in point like I loved that because I didn't feel like I needed to look you know absolutely flawless or I needed to like look a certain way or <laughs> I didn't need to look a certain way or um, you know pose in any certain capacity because like you know it's super blurry and you just can kind of get a hint of a body and kind of not um and that made me feel really good also just like something about the hot water and you know like you know touching yourself when you're like soaping up and all that kind of stuff just made me feel really sexy um but also what I think is really fun is if you get out of the shower and your mirror is super super foggy you can barely see like your body basically um, you can always just, you know, take a finger and swipe something you want someone to see, like a little cleavage action, action, and you don't really need to worry about the rest of your body, and you just have that, like, kind of cute, kind of, like, ooh, peekaboo thing going on. That's been fun. I don't know. I love that. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, 
there is something so sexy about like being casual I don't know something you said like the thing you mentioned Elle about how you don't have to like worry about posing a certain way like there's just something at least like in I guess in my experience like either looking at other people or looking at myself there's just something like sexy about casualness just be like yeah this is how I am this is how uh this is how I look but like I know I'm a sexy being and that's it like I don't know there's again I think it goes back to the confidence type of thing but like you know you don't have to try super hard or you don't have to try just to look a certain way um or to look one specific way so I think being I, I like that like being open to like um looking however you are in that moment I like that idea too Yeah, I completely agree. And I think it just comes down to checking in with yourself and what works best for you. Because there's definitely a lot of people out there who do feel most confident when they have on a full face of makeup, if like a fancy outfit, and that's totally valid. And they always look amazing. Um, but everyone really looks amazing, no matter how much you choose to do, how you choose to dress and things like that. It's just a matter of kind of like checking in on yourself and what you need and how you feel the best. And that's been really important in my journey and defining like my inner confidence and things like that. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree with that. I feel like um, a lot of, you know, like, I, I don't know, I love a good lingerie set, but I, I think that um, it's all about how it makes you feel. Like, I don't love like a lingerie set because it's like a piece of fabric, right? I love it because it makes me feel confident or it makes me feel put together in a sense, or it, I don't know. Um, and I think like you can kind of even get that feeling by just like drinking a cup of tea and having some chocolate or something. It really is all about like trial and error as a person, how you walk into the world and being like, oh, does this bring me like happiness? Yeah. Does this boost my, you know, like, contentness in this present moment yeah and I think like for me a lot of it has has truly just been like am I content right now do I feel that kind of like warm and fuzzy feeling by myself um and that kind of makes me feel confident and sexy and, and cute and all those good things Marie Kondo was right. We have to ask what sparks joy first. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I love what you guys are saying because you're totally right. It's very like personal. Um, what you're feeling and like what makes you happy is like very personal and unique to each individual. Like, and I think like even with like lingerie and like what you wear, it's like, it can come down to like, like even just the color, like, I don't like myself in white clothing. So I'm just not gonna buy a lot of white clothes. Um, you know, it's kind of like not, I don't wanna say it's as simple as that because as we've been discussing, it is very difficult to um, overcome your insecurities and have to deal with all of these things. But I do, but I think it is like a good point to mention that there are tangible steps to feeling better about yourself and feeling good about yourself. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I also think like something that we we're talking about that I really love is we're not really mentioning, um, you know, other people and, and outside validation. And I think that that's super important because I definitely was like, oh, I have someone interested in me right now. Therefore, like, I feel sexy or whatever um, in the beginning of like my sexual journey and in the beginning of just my like self-realization. And that was super damaging because like when they wouldn't show me that like affection or, or whatever, I was like, oh my God, I look horrible. And it's intrinsically something wrong with me rather than just feeling like content and sexy and beautiful on my own and allowing someone to share that with me. That makes any sense? That I like that. Just like how sharing energy. I like that. I like how you described it, like sharing energy with somebody or sharing um and the energy of like the room or the phone or the person over the phone um yeah I like it just because like I think this goes back to the whole like what Madison was talking about like at a party like the party has a certain energy and you just like kind of feel in tuned with that um I guess and I guess in this situation it's just like kind of that same energy but like distilled into like two people or three people um but yeah for sure. All right, so I've loved talking to both of you about like what sexy means to you guys and what kind of tips you have for how to feel more confident in yourself day to day. So with all of the stuff that we've talked about today, I just kind of want to challenge the people that are listening today and looking more internally and thinking, what does sexy look like to you? What do you need from yourself to feel more confident, to feel sexy? And for all of you, it's going to be completely different. So it's just going to be kind of a trial and error sort of situation, as I was saying earlier. So I definitely encourage all of you to go out and experiment and find out what this looks like to you and what it means to you. We'll catch you in the next episode. Stay sexy, everyone. Bye. Woo. Bye. Bye.